Are you feeling stressed and worried as you try to feed your picky eaters some healthy vegan food? This loving approach to meal planning can help you, and you can start using it next week. Welcome to the Vegan Family Kitchen Podcast. This is your host, Brigitte Jem. Pull yourself a chair. I have never had a single concern about my child's eating, said no parent ever. There are worries at all stages of life. In infancy, is she getting enough milk? To teenage, too much junk food, with many years in between spent bemoaning picky eating habits. When one parent or both embrace a vegan diet, it adds a layer of complexity. Well-meaning relatives worry about the child's protein, calcium, or iron intake. If both parents are not on the same page, it's also easy to point a finger at the plant-based food. Would the child eat more if mom did not insist on serving beans and vegetables instead of chicken nuggets and cow's cheese? Yet at the time of the day when we are most tired from the demands of the daily grind, we have to come up with an answer to this critical question. What? will the children eat. When things go sideways, we're often too hangry to calmly assess the situation and choose a smart course of action. We just want the whining and the battling to stop. There are two common outcomes. We either give in and order or offer a different meal, like a bowl of cereal, or we put our own foot down. Dinner's dinner and that's that, take it or starve. Neither feels right but we can't seem to come up with a better reaction on the spur of the moment. Please, let's take a step back. This is important enough to warrant a little bit of forethought and planning. We are the food we eat. Our children are no different, except that the stakes are higher. Their bodies are growing and they're forming habits that will last a lifetime. What can we do to help our kids develop a healthy and joyful approach to food without losing our minds? We can use meal planning to meet our picky eaters where they are and lovingly take them along on a food discovery journey. If you are not yet meal planning, you can get started with a few simple templates from my website or even one of the fill-in-the-blanks meal planners if you're really in a rush. Once you're familiar with the basic meal planning method, please follow these seven steps to slowly but surely Expand your kids' palettes. Number one, think about your goal. It helps to have the big picture in mind. What are you trying to accomplish over the next year or two food-wise? The goal has to be realistic considering where your child currently is in their own food journey. Mine is for my kids, currently five and two years old, to grow eating and appreciating a slightly broader variety of cooked foods. Currently, they will eat a few different types of vegetables, beans and grains, but only if they don't touch, or if they're not spoiled by sauce. They will, however, eat chickpea noodle soup with a clear broth. It would be easier for me and cleaning up would be much faster if they started eating the same complete dishes as adults, like pot pies, lasagna, pasta with, heaven forbid, the sauce on it, vegan omelettes, etc. I would be satisfied to expand their menu from soup to three or four other meals in the next year. Number two, make three lists. 
take a moment to reflect on the last few months of eating and try to see the world through the eyes of your child for just a moment. For each of your picky eaters, create three lists. First, make a list of their favorite meals, those that get them excited to come to dinner, regardless of what you think about the appropriateness or healthiness of those meals. Then jot down all the foods, individual ingredients, and complete meals. They will actually eat, again without prejudice. Finally, write down the foods that they find repulsive. It helps to do this exercise with the input of your child, as it may help them feel more engaged and empowered about meals. Don't overthink it. I created the Food Progress Inventory template to make it even easier for you to create the lists. Just print it and fill it up. I will email it to you if you enter your email address in the blog post. Or you can just use any old piece of paper or your phone's memo app. Number three, include one or two safe ingredients in every meal. For every meal in your plan, include at least one safe ingredient, two if possible, that are safe for your picky eaters. Foods that they will eat with no reservations. Go for the healthiest ones or try to modify them so that at least they approach your standards. Make sure that there's enough of it so that your child will not feel like they're about to starve. As much as possible, those should be the ingredients that also belong in the main dish that the rest of the family will eat so that you can highlight how children and adults eat the same thing. For example, if I'm making a Buddha bowl, I set aside some raw uncooked tofu and some unseasoned quinoa. Or if I'm making a chili, I have to remember to keep some unseasoned beans on the side. I suggest planning no more than one or two meals per week with foods from the no-no list. This may be challenging if the list is long and windy. Number four, let friends introduce friends. Serving new foods alongside trusted old favorites will increase their likelihood of facing at least a lukewarm welcome, as long as they don't steal the stage. Plan to add one new ingredient to a recipe from your child's list of favorites. If the change is drastic, you can start with just a small portion, making sure to keep most of the dish untainted. If your child, like mine, is averse to mixed food, your best chance is to start by combining just two favorite foods together. My daughter doesn't mind plain quinoa and she loves dried cranberries, so a bowl of quinoa with a few pink dots stands a chance. Meanwhile, the adults will eat a complete quinoa salad. Likely sweetening the foods on their first few appearances also increases their chances of being welcome in the future, even after you stop adding that extra touch of maple syrup. A pinch of sugar in the broccoli cooking water may work magic. Number five, include one favorite meal per week. Schedule at least one happy meal per week taken from the favorites list. Make it a meal that says, mom or dad loves me and prepares food I enjoy. For my daughter in particular, it's some version of veganized chicken noodle soup. My kids will also enjoy vegan pizza. It's a very short list, so it can get a bit boring for the adults, but I think it's important for the grown-ups to eat a recognizable version of the kids' food while also visibly enjoying a side dish that stretches the definition of acceptable from the picky eater's point of view. Number six, never, ever, ever force them to eat something, but maybe just a sniff. Planning is one thing, but what happens when you get to the dinner table? 
Whatever you do, avoid forcing. Every study done on picky eating has repeated it. Forcing a child to eat a food they find repulsive, even just a little bite, will backfire and lead them to hate it even more. Such food aversions can last long into adulthood and ruin perfectly great vegetables needlessly. Nobody builds happy food memories and positive associations when they are forced to put something in their mouth and swallow it, or to eat out of spite when they're assailed by hunger pangs. Nevertheless, your picky eaters may be gently talked into engaging into foreplay with foreign foods. First, have a close look. Maybe smell it? It's a great way to check if it's safe. All clear? What about a lick? No need to make a big deal of it, but if your child is curious, they may play along. Maybe they won't go as far as taking a bite today, but next time the food shows up at the table, it won't be a stranger anymore. Number seven, practice respect for the self and for the cook. We teach our children that their bodies belong to them and that they can say no if they don't want someone to hug or kiss them. Then why would we make them eat something? They are the masters of their own bodies and they should be respected as such. But as the cook who toiled in the kitchen to prepare the meal, we deserve respect too. We certainly should not take their reluctance to eat the food we make personal. However, we can teach them how to express it politely. Try teaching your child to say, I do not want this now, as opposed to I don't like this, or worse, this is yucky. It helps if adults also model this behavior. Not only this phrasing will protect the cook's ego, which is a great skill when they first visit their friends' houses, but it will also prevent your child from growing up thinking that disliking a certain food is part of their personality, part of who they are. Don't let them think, I am the kind of person who does not like broccoli. Try to go for, I don't feel like broccoli tonight, but maybe tomorrow. Keep the long game in sight. Food and nutrition are a long game. We take a long time to build our food habits. They cannot be changed overnight. Obviously, this is more complicated and it will require more patience and empathy if there are adults with different points of view involved in rearing the child. If you would like to try this approach to meal planning with picky eaters, I suggest trying it consistently for at least three months and preferably six Track your progress, print a few copies of the food progress inventory, and start a fresh sheet every few months. When it comes to food and picky eaters, slow and steady progress is the surest way to move toward your goals. Do you have picky eaters at home? Let me know what you've tried and what has worked, or maybe not quite worked yet. Would you like a free printable one-week plant-based meal plan? Download one today from my website and enjoy stress-free, delicious, and nutritious dinners all of next week. Go to veganfamilykitchen.com slash planned. That's veganfamilykitchen.com slash P-L-A-N-N-E-D. See you in the kitchen.